0: Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Hi guys, hope you're all doing well. Do me a favor after watching and or listening to this video. If you find you enjoyed it or learned something, smash that like button. Now let's dig in. 32-year-old Chelsea Grimm leaves her home in San Diego, California on September 24, 2023. She's going on a solo cross-country road trip to Connecticut, where she plans to see her parents, Stephen and Janet, and to attend the wedding of a longtime close friend. Carefully placed in her white 2019 Ford Escape SUV are her two most precious possessions, her camera, which she's planning to use to document the trip, and her newly adopted bearded dragon lizard named Rozzy, Chelsea had originally planned to fly to the East Coast, but because the airline wouldn't allow her to take Rozzy on the plane, she's opted instead to drive. Chelsea warns her parents that she may not be able to call or text them every day, as she usually does, because some of the areas she'll be traveling through likely won't have cell service. Because Chelsea is on her parents' AAA plan, her parents aren't all that worried because if something happens with the car, all she has to do is call Triple A. And so Chelsea sets off for her adventure. Now, three days later, on Wednesday, September 27th, Chelsea calls her parents from Arizona. She tells them some disappointing news. She isn't going to be able to make it to Connecticut in time for the wedding. Instead, she says she's planning to camp in Arizona for a few days. Her parents aren't necessarily surprised by this sudden change of plans because Chelsea is known for being somewhat mercurial. She can shift mood. And plans in a split second. Her father later tells Ashley Banfield on News Nation she changed plans a lot. This wasn't the first time she ever changed a plan for sure. But her father also notes that Chelsea seemed, quote, uneven during their last call. Chelsea tells her mom and dad that she met up with a friend in Phoenix and has plans the next day to have lunch with this same friend. Chelsea's dad is concerned that her recent breakup with her boyfriend of 10 months, 34-year-old Philip Brenner, may be affecting her mindset. She does occasionally suffer bouts of depression, and anxiety. Now, later that evening, Chelsea is spotted in Seligman, Arizona, which is near the town of Williams. She's trying to book a motel room, but seems disoriented. She offers the desk clerk euros instead of cash to pay for the room. She calls her friend in Phoenix, and she cancels their lunch plans. The next day in the evening, after sunset, Chelsea is seen at a cemetery in Williams, Arizona. Williams is about an hour away from the Grand Canyon National Park. A police officer responding to a 911 call about strange activity out at a cemetery there turns up and he finds Chelsea sitting in her SUV with her bearded dragon. Chelsea is crying. Concerned, the officer asks if she's okay. The officer's body camera picks up their nine-minute conversation. At one point, the officer asks Chelsea if she uses marijuana. It sounds like he maybe smelled the unique scent in her car. She admits to smoking it hours before. To the officer, Chelsea doesn't seem disoriented or impaired in any way. He warns her that her car registration is about to expire and he advises her to update it. Take a listen to a portion of this interaction. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you doing all right? Yeah. Photo shoot of the lost soldiers. I got a little emotional so I was crying before I got back on the road oh i'm sorry no no you're quite all right i mean i was just doing a photo shoot yeah don't i was actually thinking of just camping for the night but i wasn't really sure exactly yet gotcha i didn't plan to be here till sunset Okay. okay just hang out here however long you want um you're good to go you got it appreciate your compassion you got it have a great rest of your day That was an unusually friendly officer, treated her very nicely. So Chelsea decides she's going to camp overnight in the nearby Love gas station parking lot at the officer's urging. When Chelsea's parents don't hear from her for several days and discover her cell phone was turned off on September 28th, they begin to get concerned. But again, Chelsea had warned her mom and dad that she would not be sticking to her normal routine of touching base daily. So the parents aren't yet at the panic point. On September 30th, around noon, a woodcutter spots Chelsea camping in her SUV near Ash Fork Arizona, which is about a 20-minute drive from where she interacted with the police officer. Her SUV is on Road 6, a remote dirt road. The woodcutter stops to speak to Chelsea, who is in a nearby field taking photos. Per the woodcutter, Chelsea seems fine and she tells him that she doesn't need help. But when more days go by and it gets to be October 4th, Her parents, back in Connecticut, decide to report their daughter missing to the Phoenix Police Department. They tell Sheriff Jim Driscoll that Chelsea sometimes struggles with her mental health. The next day, on October 5th, hunters northeast of Ash Fork, Arizona, in the Kaibab National Forest, call the cops to report a suspicious white 2019 Ford Escape parked on a forest service road with two flat tires on the right side. They say they first noticed it two days earlier when officers arrived to check out the vehicle. They note that it does indeed have two flat tires, which is not surprising considering the rough dirt road it's parked on, flat tires on vehicles that are not decked out for rough terrain, are the norm. The cops note that the SUV is locked, and the only item of note inside is a camera. Gone are Chelsea, Rozzy, the bearded dragon, and Chelsea's wallet, cell phone, clothes, and sleeping bag. This news strangely comforts Chelsea's mother, Janet. She thinks it's a hopeful sign that the bearded dragon is also missing, as having it with her might make Chelsea more noticeable to strangers. Janet also tells the authorities that her daughter has a tattoo of a vine on her left arm. Janet believes that Chelsea either set off on foot to seek help, or that maybe someone picked her up to drive her to a nearby town to get help for the flat tires. But the problem is, Chelsea still hasn't turned up, and she hasn't contacted her family. If she were okay, she would have called them by now at least that's what her friend says. According to an alleged friend of Chelsea's who's written about her on Reddit, Chelsea was allegedly displaying myriad concerning behaviors in the days leading up to her departure from San Diego. Because this info is from Reddit, a notoriously unreliable source, we can't know for certain if it's true. Keep that in mind. So this supposed friend claims that Chelsea had begun pouring through the Bible and had become enthralled with it, which apparently was not something she had done prior to this. It's also being said that her ex-boyfriend, a guy named Philip Brenner, was allegedly a violent and abusive person to Chelsea. And despite their breakup, this boyfriend set up a GoFundMe after Chelsea went missing for $30,000 to help him and his friends search for Chelsea. The ex is also claiming that Chelsea is his fiancée. Chelsea's friends and family, however, are saying that's not true and they're telling people not to donate to this GoFundMe. I checked out the GoFundMe, and currently, there are only $35 that have been donated. To read the ex-boyfriend's description of his relationship with Chelsea... It sounds like it was all butterflies and unicorns and that they were still together. However, her friends and family are telling a totally different story. One of them claims this ex is homeless. Chelsea's sister says that Brenner was an abusive boyfriend to Chelsea. Another person claiming to be a neighbor of Chelsea's said she was hanging out with some sketchy people known to be meth heads. Of course, all of this is unverified info, so we have to to take it with a huge grain of salt. It has also just come out that Philip Brenner was recently arrested in Tennessee on charges unrelated to her disappearance, according to JLR Investigates. Those charges are for failure to appear in court for a charge of aggravated criminal trespass back in February of 2020. So all in all, Brenner does not sound like a good guy. If we are to believe Chelsea's sister, he's an abusive person who is currently trying trying to profit financially from his ex-girlfriend's disappearance. Allegedly. We don't know him and all of this is hearsay. Could he be involved with her disappearance? Who the heck knows? I suppose it's possible. But I'm assuming the cops would have checked on his whereabouts during the period after Chelsea went silent and MIA. Personally, he's not my first suspect if I had to pick one. I'm way more concerned about that woodcutter who claims to have interacted with Chelsea. He would be the last person to have seen her alive. So that puts him on the possible suspect list. In my opinion. I also saw campers from Arizona say on Reddit that it is highly unusual for anyone to go up to other campers to ask them how they're doing. Apparently that is not an acceptable behavior when you're camping in Arizona. I don't know if that's true, it's just something I read. Most people talking about this case are speculating that perhaps Chelsea was or is Having a mental health crisis, which given what her parents have said about her mental health could very well be true. It's also possible that Chelsea wandered off looking for help and got lost in that vast wooded area in Arizona. This is worrisome because although temperatures were in the 80s during the day when she first went missing, they have now dropped to an average of 73 degrees Fahrenheit and the nighttime lows are around 34 degrees Fahrenheit. If Chelsea is out in the elements at night and now without food and water, this could be a very dangerous situation. It's also possible that someone happened upon Chelsea after she left her car and perhaps this person picked her up and maybe harmed her or maybe has taken her somewhere off the grid where maybe she doesn't mind being. According to that friend of Chelsea's on Reddit, if Chelsea were in her right mind and if she were able, she would have contacted her parents by now. Some people have said that Chelsea expressed wanting to go off grid, so perhaps that is what this is about. I fear that somehow Chelsea's breakup is deeply upsetting her and that maybe one of the reasons she opted not to continue driving to attend the wedding is that it would have been too painful to see someone else getting married when you've just had a bad breakup. I remember having a horrendous breakup round about the time I was 32. And let me tell you, it felt like the end of the world. I was so distraught by this guy's sudden dismissal of me and his saying that although he used to love me, didn't love me anymore. Came out of left field, at least to me, And I had high hopes of marrying this guy. And to have him just say one day, I don't love you anymore, was so heartbreaking. I will admit that my thoughts went to very dark places. I had to seek therapy because I could barely function. And those dark thoughts were becoming very loud in my head. I now consider love that disappears overnight, just as it quickly had shown up, to be cheap love anyone out there looking for love, do not accept cheap love. Wait to find someone who gives you the high quality love that you deserve. I'm hoping that for Chelsea and for her family, that she is simply off somewhere, enjoying some alone time off grid, and that she will turn up soon alive and well. Let's keep Chelsea in our thoughts and let's keep an eye out for her as well. She's five feet eight inches tall, around 135 pounds. She has blue eyes and blonde hair. I'm hoping she's also carrying that bearded dragon lizard named Rosy. If you have any info about Chelsea Grimm, call 1-928-774-4523. Until the next time on bed crime stories.